When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Allison. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. How are you? I'm doing really great as well. Can I say something on this Glee podcast? (laughs) You can say something on this Glee podcast. I've been thinking about that so much (laughs) since our Sentimental Men episode, (laughs) since Quincy said that. We say Um, that to each other like on the phone. We're not even recording the podcast and we say that to each other. Can I can I say something on this Glee podcast? Yes, for of once? course. Um, <laughs> we have an email. I don't know if the listeners are aware, but we have an email where you can send us uh, your thoughts on any of the challenges, anything that you just want to like dirty laundry, like out to dry, mm-hmm. anything that you feel that's coming to mind. Glots that you've to... had since the show started. Tell us. Yes. Um, and we got a beautiful email from one of our listeners about they love the unholy trinity and i want to talk about the time <laughs> that you posted to the tiktok and you said the holy trinity and you were like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry for dragging you <laughs> but i thought it was the funniest thing in the world <laughs> that i called the unholy trinity the, the holy trinity no but what you said was Hey, Gleeks, give us your thoughts on the Holy Trinity. And <laughs> I think that's like the most hilarious thing, sort of like asking um, Glee fans to weigh I'm in not on. not asking about Santana, Brittany, or Quinn. I'm asking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, please weigh in. We need, we need it. <laughs> um, but love oh the Unholy Trinity. Um, also doesn't like Sam Sadie's. Which, I don't know if I can agree with this glistener here. <laughs> I, but I do, I do see why people were, like, against Sam Sadie's and the lack of connection. I just, yeah. they had me hooked from the Michael Jackson episode. Oh, absolutely. Human nature killed yeah. me. So good. I mean, I'm a Britannia fan at heart and you're clean. But, like, Sam Sadie's is, like, close behind for me. Finchel and then maybe Sam Sadie's. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, also said that the blame it out on the alcohol versus run, joy, run scarred them as it did me. Um, that was <laughs> a dark day for me, but scarred in what way? That was just like a really hard decision. And I understand mm. that both songs are officially now going through. Um, but it was a really hard decision that, um, keeps me up at night. Uh, I really <laughs> hated that I had to live through that. Um, but Live to see another day. Thank God. They ask about our favorite Naya covers, and I feel like we haven't asked about that yet. Um, I mean, what is your personal the... fave? Putting one at the top. Putting one at the top. I think it needs to be Valerie, which is I think is like the most boring choice. But um, <laughs> I <laughs> loved that. But I also loved Back to Black. We haven't pulled that yet. And I yes. think that is so good. Have yeah. we pulled both versions of Valerie or just the first one? Just the first version, which I okay. I, I, I respect it. I respect the second version, um, but I think the first version absolutely has my heart. What What is your favorite <laughs> Naya cover? Well, I mean, I think mine is very, 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 very close to my Taylor Swift heart. But yes. I think on the radio... My mom and I were driving around and we heard the original of Cold Hearted Snake. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, I love this song, actually. This oh, is it's great. So good. Yes. And yeah. the Glee version is even better. Say that on record. I hope Paul Abdul is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> can I say that on this Glee podcast? Yes, I can. I guess you just did. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, every single one is great. I'm sad that, like, Trouty Mouth, Trouty Mouth is one of these. Uh, they listed all of their favorite songs in the series, and they said that Trouty Mouth um, was so close to making the top 10. 
And I'm like, yeah, same. And I'm sad that it's not going through. <laughs> I think we need a whole other like bonus episode just to go in depth into the original songs. Yes. And really just analyze them because Trouty Mouth, there's something deep and meaningful in there. There's something so good about like the season two original songs that like when they tried to do it in later seasons, it was like, okay, you okay. tried. Like a participation award. <laughs> Glisteners, if you have glots, send them our way. Gleek of the Week pod at gmail.com. We, we need them. We'll read them. We'll talk about them. We love it. We need them and we will read them. Um, <laughs> going into our Gleek this week, our Gleek this week, you might recognize from the Warblers, Riker Lynch, <laughs> Jeff the Warbler. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing excellent. How are you? So great. Um, I saw that you were participating in our Santana <laughs> Naya favorite covers. You were signing off in the Valerie. Yes, yeah. I, I got to see that, you know, in person. Um, well, you mentioned there was two. I didn't even know there was two different versions, but I saw whatever they did at the uh, regionals or nationals or whichever it was. Uh, you know, we saw that in person and we were like, oh, this girl can sing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, wait, tell us about like your audition process to become like a warbler. How does that even work? Uh, so the process was was interesting because, um, you know, I kind of knew how to dance. So I actually auditioned as a dancer first. Mm-hmm. And it was just a you know, big group of people with uh, Zach and, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to blank on her name. The other choreographer. Oh, uh, Brooke. Yeah. Thank you. Zach and Brooke, <laughs> yeah. you know, they <laughs> r- ran the audition somewhere in the middle of Hollywood uh, and didn't hear anything after that. We just, we learned to dance, we did it, and then they filmed it and it was done. Didn't hear anything. A couple weeks later, I got uh, an acting audition for uh, the role of, actually, I don't even think it was a clarified role at the time. But obviously, yeah. I ended up getting Jeff. Um, and that was, you know, you, we went in, we read a scene, and we sang a song. And we dan- We learned, like, a little dance uh, to Teenage Dream at the time. Because I, yeah. I, it was right after that episode. Uh, they had, Right after they had just filmed that episode. So it was, like, a little step-touch thing. And I saw uh, – I can hear – I get there, and I can hear people in the room, like, going through the dance and learning it. And then yeah. one of the guys comes out and uh, – Somebody else is in there, like doing their audition, and the guy in the room with me is Eddie, who ended up playing Thad, Tad, Thad, okay. one of them. I don't remember. Thad, I think Thad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, hey, is uh, you learn a dance or something? And he's like, oh yeah, it's 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 pretty easy. And I'm like, do you mind just showing me, just so I can just knock this out and get out of here? And right. he's like, yeah, sure. So he actually teaches me the dance in the room, in like oh the waiting gosh. room. Then I go in for my turn. And they're like, oh, uh, so we got to teach you this dance. And I'm like, no, 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 it's all good. The guy out there told me, taught me how to do it. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, so I did that, did the dance, you know, the saying and, and everything. Um, and probably like a week later, they're like, hey, yeah, we, you're booked. And, uh, you know, we're shooting on Thursday or whatever it was. Um, this was November, early November of uh, 2009. No, 2010. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so then we get to set and – we're, we're learning the choreography. We're learning the songs and everything. And um, I'm talking to Zach and he recognized me from uh, the dance audition. And he goes, we actually booked you from the dance audition, but then they decided they wanted to hire actors that could dance. Ugh. So okay. I technically booked the job twice, which is kind of <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, and then we get in there and we start you know, meeting everybody. And the funny thing is there's only like four of us that are hired as actors. The rest are singers. They're not actors. They're not dancers. They're yeah. literally phenomenal singers. And the other funny part about it is John Hall was arguably the best singer in the group. And he beatboxed the whole time, yeah. <laughs> which is just hilarious because we he could probably out sing circles, you know, sing circles around most of the people in the cast. And he is beatboxing. It was just so ironic. We were always laughing about yeah. it. Um, but that's basically how I how I booked it. And then uh, I think I uh, I got lucky that I had blonde hair. So I was very recognizable. So they had to keep me on. So otherwise, yeah. everybody would be like, where'd the blonde guy go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so good. Do you have a favorite performance from the show, one uh, that stands out the most? Yeah, my favorite is Uptown Girl for sure because we had just finished the tour and it was the first uh, episode back for season three. And we were going in. We didn't know what was going on because um, obviously Darren had moved schools – or Blaine, right. sorry, had moved schools. So we were like, who's singing? We don't know what's going on. And I, I was really just hoping that it was going to be 
you know, Kurt, Titus, Dominic, one of the like core uh, that were there, especially the, one of the guys that were on tour. And then we, we got there and found out that Kurt was singing and it was just so, we were so excited for him. And yeah. um, that song is just such a classic, great song. And I thought he did so, so good. good. And it, it, it was just, it was like, we're coming back. We're officially yeah. back for season three. It was just the excitement around it was so much fun. And the dancing finally stepped up a notch instead of just like standard step touch. We, mm-hmm. we, they basically rehired, they, they cut all the singers and hired mm-hmm. dancers from the tour to be the new warblers. So the dancing and Grant obviously got cast. Grant could dance, you know, great. Right. So the dancing for the warblers really stepped up and I think the numbers got a lot more fun. You talked a little bit about the tour. What was that like going on the tour with the rest of the cast? Like any standout experience from doing that? Uh, the tour was incredible because we, we really didn't realize how big the show really was until, sure. you know, we got to Vegas for rehearsals and I mean, people are just camped out, just hanging out around the rehearsal entrances. Yeah. Like we're, I think it was Mandalay Bay was our, we're doing like tech rehearsals with the staging and everything. And there's just people everywhere and people started, this was like the beginning of Twitter. And so I was on Twitter, <laughs> uh, you know, talking to people and saying, thanks for watching the show, you know, cause people would recognize me for, as the blonde warbler and they would find me on Twitter. And so I just started talking to people and just being like, thanks so much. And it just yeah. started growing and people would come up to you and be like, Riker, you're a warbler. You know, I'm just coming to the show. And it was just like, this is insane. It was the biggest show on television. And yeah. then being with the cast, because like when we're the warblers, like we kind of do our separate thing. Like we had the regional things where we would kind of see them, but we didn't really talk. Now we were going to uh, have drinks and, you know, hang out, hanging out with them backstage and whatnot. Um, and I was only 19 and this is my first tour, which is funny to think about because my first tour is a gigantic arena tour. I've done tons of tours since then and not nearly as big, you know, they've been <laughs> fairly big and successful, but I mean, this is a huge sold out arena tour. I mean, we're, we're doing like, you know, we did like a full week at the O2 in London and they were all sold yeah. out. It was, it was just insane. Um, so I'm 19 and uh, obviously I can't drink yet, but we go to Toronto <laughs> and the legal drinking age there is Toronto. So Darren and all the warblers, uh, Titus, Kurt, Dom, uh, not Dom, sorry, uh, John and James, uh, yeah. we're all out of, out of the bar and they're like, all right, Riker, you can buy beers. So you have to buy beers for everyone. And it was the first time I had ever purchased alcohol. <laughs> and so I bought everybody a beer. I bought myself a beer. I didn't even really like it at the time. I was just trying to be like <laughs> one of the guys, <laughs> but uh, that was a really, really cool experience for me. Cause you know, just being 19 and just like seeing the world for the first time and just being like, this is right. insane. It was, it was really, really fun. And we, uh, you know, we grew some, some really, really tight friendships. I mean, Titus was the officiant at my wedding, uh, Kurt and I have been best friends for a long yeah. time. We've done many, many films together um, and music videos. Uh, basically, anytime I'm directing something, my first thought is like, which role can I put Kurt in? Um, <laughs> you know, and, and John was at my wedding. Kurt was at my wedding. Um, Dominic was at my wedding. I was at Dominic's wedding. And, you know, we've all just been uh, we've all just been really, really great friends over the years. And it's so fun because we all kind of go out and do our own things. And then we're we find a time where we're all, we're all in Los Angeles together or uh you know like Nashville I was just on tour in Nashville and John came out and opened for us and you know yeah. and we just we pick up right where we left off no matter how long it's been since we've seen each other um and same thing with Grant really which is really cool because he's like a mega superstar and <laughs> he'll come play softball with me and my family just you know or, oh and God. he's just he's so down to earth and he's so the same person it's it's the coolest thing to see it's like you actually went to school together yeah it literally in a way it's like because i you know none of us really had real high school except maybe john we all were working or homeschooled or some you know art school one of the one of the others so we were it's it's definitely like we went to school together for real (laughs) yeah i love that that got me emotional um (laughs) (laughs) i have to ask so did you continue to watch the series? Did you finish it out? Do you know the whole wrapped up cute storyline of Glee? Not at all. Uh, basically, after season three, like um, when we were doing, what did we do? We did like uh, the, we did a One Direction song and we did like yes. a, with, uh, I don't remember that other guy's name, one of the other singer uh, actors uh, that Nolan? was on. Yeah. Maybe Nolan. I don't remember. But it was yeah. Grant and then another dude. Basically, right. after that, I 
I only wa- really watched the episodes that we were in because I was like, I wonder how this worked out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, so I didn't watch too much after that, but yeah, I literally have no idea what happened. Actually, Kurt was telling me something. He was like, they casted a whole bunch of warblers and let them sing. They didn't let us do anything. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so do you know that Dalton Academy burns down in season No, six? I had no idea. Burns <laughs> down. Wow. So so Jeff the warbler is history. He he is he engulfed in flames, I imagine. I, I Unless he I graduated. Hopefully he graduated. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there was nobody in the school when it burned down. Um, right. Yeah, as, That's as a plot point, season six, um, I think, what is it, Blaine comes in, like, very morose, and he's like, yes. Dalton Academy has burned <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is so funny. They're, they're, they were probably yeah. getting, like, all of these, like, fan letters, like, you got to bring back the warblers and do this, and they're like, we just got to kill these guys off. Let's just burn the place to the ground. <laughs> No, it was the dumbest thing in the world because they needed more members and new directions, but they didn't have like enough time to bring in new characters. So they were like, let's just burn down Dalton Academy so we can bring in the Warblers to join the new direction. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was still casted in that part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So incredible. So do you have any other favorite songs from the series before we, um, we get into it? Um, um, Misery was always a big favorite because, uh, I love Maroon 5. So that was a really cool thing. Um, and then doing Animals, Neon Trees, that was like the third or fourth song we ever did. And it was in like a warehouse with, uh, with a foam. And it was just like, this is so cool. And also we were in like an all boys school, right? So we, there were other than like the crew, uh, on set, there was just a bunch of dudes. So we then we had the, like the girls watching us, and we were all just right. so stoked out of our minds. It was just so hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny to think back to that, and you're like, you know, not only are you excited to be a part of a huge TV show, but you're like, sure. oh my gosh, there's fine. Uh, I, we I, we got girls watching us. Like I'm stoked. I'm 19. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It was just it's <laughs> so silly to think about, but I was just like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I have our first performance of the episode. If we're all right. Ready. You ready? Okay. Ready. This is this is good. Season three. I'm gonna be brutally honest too. Okay, please. Good. No, please. That's what we want. <laughs> Take a seat. Uh, let's go, Harry. <laughs> Remind me, I'll tell you a funny story about Harry later. Okay. Shut up. 
Wow. Oh, they did a little warbler ending there. That's what, how we ended so many songs. was just like hands crossed, bowed our heads. <laughs> Wait, Riker, were you there for that performance? Because I saw Grant in the audience. I saw Grant too, and I was like, I don't remember watching this at all, but maybe. <laughs> it's been 20 um, years or 10 years. Well, not that long. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Um, what were your thoughts on this performance just immediately after? Uh, I love seeing love seeing Harry singing. I don't I don't remember that happening very often. Um, yeah, and Jenna's obviously always awesome. I had a huge crush yeah. on. Um, uh, oh my gosh! I always watching things, then I start mentioning character names, and I'm like, that's not Diana. I had a huge crush on Diana. Diana, Diana when I was there. Um, everyone and yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just fun to just watch and just remember everybody's personalities like on and off set and whatnot. So. That yeah. was that must have been it's, season was that season four? That was season, season three. three. That was season yeah. three. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I might I may have been there, or they may have been like, we just need Grant for this one shot. You guys can go home. <laughs> yeah. That's probably we'll have what to, happened. Like, rewatch the tapes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be like, no, actually you were there. Um yeah, it was a few episodes after Uptown Girl. So I think it would stand for Jeff to be there, but who knows? Okay. Um but yeah, I loved this one. They performed like a Michael Jackson medley four sectionals in this in this episode Mm -hmm. and i think this this is like the saving grace performance they do abc control and man in the mirror i think this is the the number one for me i really love this highlighting jenna's voice Mm -hmm. highlighting harry uh kurt's in it quinn's in it i love this i think it's fun this was like way more fun than i thought it was i was like i pulled it and i was like abc okay Hmm. but (laughs) it's way more fun than i remember and i love that they're I know the big plot point is that the trouble tones are not here. We don't have Mercedes. We don't have Santana. We don't have right. Brittany. We don't have... And Rachel is cut out of this competition, too. Rachel's suspended, yeah. So they're like, oh, my God, how are we going to beat the trouble tones? How are we going to beat the warblers? And they don't even... I mean, Finn and Blaine, their other big voices, they're like, we also don't care about them. And I love <laughs> yeah. that this highlights <laughs> Tina. It's Harry. It's uh, Quinn. And I just want to know, there's a really deep voice that sings like, like, butt up, butt up, butt up. And I want to know who in the Glee Club is getting that low. (laughs) Well, I think like we've talked about this in the prior episode, but like, I think Chris Colfer does like the, and give up the funk where it's like, rip off, (laughs) where it's like, maybe it could be him. (laughs) I would not be surprised. Riker, you said you had a funny story about Harry. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So so Harry obviously uh, started out in like the dance world. And I remember doing um, uh, doing like a dance hip hop competition thing in Colorado. And he was the teacher. And I, I was probably like 12. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, 12 or 11. Yeah. And taking I, I took a, several classes from Harry. And then all of a sudden we're like, we're on set together and i'm like i don't know if you remember me but he was like yeah you're one of the lynches oh my god (laughs) yeah small small world but uh sweet yeah he's the nicest dude he's such a great guy oh my god i only hear good things yeah 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 (laughs) um i am scared for what we have against abc pulling yeah that's a tough one that was that was pretty good i know especially with the variety i think abc is safe But we'll see. We'll have the discussion about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's John Locke on the drums. (laughs) Yellow feathers in her hair and a dress cut down to there. She would merengue and do the cha-cha. And while she tried to be a star, Tony always tended bar across the crowded floor. They worked from eight till four. They were young and they had each other. Who could ask for more at the Copa? Copa Cabana. The hottest spot north of Havana. At the Copa. Copa Cabana. Music and passion were always the fashion at the His name was Rico, he wore a diamond, 
He was escorted to his chair. He saw Lola dancing there, and when she finished, he called her over. But Rico went a bit too far. Tony sailed across the bar, and then the punches flew, and chairs were smashed in two. There was blood and a single gunshot, but just who shot who at the Copa? Copa Cabana, the hottest spot north of Havana. Cabana, right on, <laughs> Sam Evans. I I feel like my choice is is easy for this one, but um, <laughs> Riker, what do you think of Copacabana by Cord Overstreet? I thought I was I thought there was nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, I did. I just it didn't like excite me. Like ABC was more entertaining to watch. Um, sure, it was fun to see uh, Heather though. I forgot she's a really good dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what they did something uh, where Heather really like threw down and did some amazing dancing in like season two or something. One, I think it was probably regionals or something. But we were just like, oh my gosh! So it was like her yeah. doing all this crazy <laughs> dancing, and then Naya singing Valerie. It was like right, and then we were supposed to win with Hey Soul Sister, or I don't know if we won or beat or <laughs> tied sorry. or something. Yeah. And, and we were just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I. I don't know. This is the Fanalo. This is when Sam is like yes. the my deepest uh, deepest darkest secret is that I am a fan of Barry Manilow. Yeah. Um I just I, I grew a new appreciation for this song, I think, and this song I relate to like Run Joey Run. I don't know if they came out around the same time. I have no idea. I'll never know. I could Google it. Probably won't. But <laughs> never know. <laughs> they both kind of like tell a story within them if you're actually like paying attention and listening. And right. I really appreciate that. So this is more of like a, a Barry Manilow note than a Glee note. Um, okay. But I appreciate that like storytelling within it. And I'm like, do people do that anymore? Maybe. I don't like this song because of what it was supposed to be because they had like the promos for this pleasure episode and it showed in the promos that Sam was like my guilty pleasure is Taylor Swift but then he doesn't say that in the episode he says Barry Manilow (laughs) and he sings a Barry Manilow song but like allegedly like he recorded and everything I knew you were trouble by Taylor Swift but we just never got it and we got this instead and I don't know if it was like a rights issue or what probably but like I I just can't watch this and like think about like what could have been what could have been yeah I agree yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think it could have been a lot more fun I I would be very interested to hear Sam sing I knew you were trouble. I mean, we say it so many times, but like the fact that they only sung two Taylor Swift songs in the series is like, I don't understand the choice there. I I really just don't get it. That is pretty crazy. What two songs was it? Mean and Mine. Where it was like, hey, we can give you Taylor Swift songs, but they need to start with the letter M. (laughs) Before letter song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was probably like, um, my other songs are too popular. I need to give some more popularity to these two songs that nobody knows. Exactly. Sure. I need some deep cuts <laughs> to chart, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the choices between these two songs is obvious for me. ABC. It's ABC. Yeah, me. so are you, so, so we, is that how this works? Is like you show two songs and you pick one that moves forward? Yeah. Yep, and so we, we do that three competition. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- ABC's uh, superior in this case. Yeah, I do not feel bad saying goodbye to Copacabana. I'm sorry. It was fun, but like I the, don't think the only Barry Manilow song in the series. That's right. Sorry, Barry. Sorry, Barry. Sorry, I know Barry. you listen to the pod. Sorry, um. any Manilow's listening. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, okay, I have our next song. And it is a song, Andrew, that you've told me that you don't like. And, oh, however, okay. I really like it. Oh, so, I think I know what it is. I think you might know what it is, too. And I'm excited to share it's it. It's Madonna? No. Oh, better. okay. darkness of the blackest night burning bright there's a guiding star no matter what or who who you John Stamos coming. <laughs> um, camp. Okay. That's camp. Well, I think it's just it's like it's like an actual like high school production. I don't know if you would say that's camp. That is. I, camp. I think it's like <laughs> it's yeah. like sort of like a humble production. I mean, it's not even that humble. Like it's like a pretty. It looks pretty good. I don't know. I think that the only reason that I said that I didn't like this before is when you compare it to the rest of the songs in the Rocky Horror episode. Yeah. I think the other ones are so much better. I do like this. We just didn't get enough of it for me to be like astounded. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to agree. I I, I think it was. Uh, I thought they sounded great, but it, I just thought it was. Uh, it I didn't really move me. I wasn't really excited. I was just like, okay, so they sound good. You know, they're good singers. Mm-hmm. So it's your turn, Allison. Why do you like this? <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I think. Finn is Brad to me. Like okay. Finn very, very, very well could be Brad in an actual production. Um, I just I just like it. It's good. And I just love this entire episode wrapped up in a cute little box. And uh-huh. there is like no flaws for me in this episode. I, yeah, I don't know. When they're doing the this thing, when they're like moving slowly. Oh, they're walking, but they're not actually walking. Exactly. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's is that camp to you? <laughs> is this camp? I mean, I think all high school theater is camp. <laughs> okay. At least yeah, in my so book. Like having been a huge theater kid in high school, that looking back, like in the moment, I was like, this is the best thing ever and the best thing we've ever done. And yeah. we are the best at everything we do, um, which in itself is also camp. <laughs> right. And how dare John Stamos interrupt this performance? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so good. I love this episode. I don't have, I, I will stick up for this. Will you be mad if it doesn't go through? No, because we already have we already have damn it, Janet, right? We are, yes, and we have Do we time, have time warp, warp going as through. Well? Mm-hmm. We have damn it, Janet. We have time warp. Science fiction double feature. That's going through. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> that's that's my yes. favorite Santana cover. Is science oh, fiction that's double good. feature? And just the lips, yeah. Just the lips. <laughs> is that in the glacket? It is in the Glacket. Yeah, that does fit the specifications of the Glacket. (laughs) So with one of our guests, we are going to just watch two minutes of Naya's lips. Okay, cool. Yes, Um, yeah. And then what else is in the episode? I mean, we just had, we had Touch It, Touch It, Touch Me. Oh, that that is going through. We haven't had Sweet Transvestite yet. And I feel like we're missing. Oh, and we just had uh, Whatever Happened to Saturday Night last episode. And that's that's going through. Going through. Okay, good. Wait. Was it? I don't even remember what happened a few remember. days ago. I know. It was literally oh, okay. on Monday. I yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I'm sticking by it. I, I have the next song. It's sticking out right here. It's we'll jumping see. out of the cup. Okay. This is great. This is great for me. Sorry. There's a, there's a light. 
Um, it's a season two bop. I would literally take a bullet for this song. Sorry, <laughs> oh that sounds God. so dramatic. This is so good. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, they did this on tour. Yeah. Coming towards her. Stuck still, no turning back. She hid around corners and she hid under beds. She killed it with kisses and from it she fled. The dark days are I think this is Jenna's best number from the series. I feel like there's a clear right and wrong option here with these two. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> <It's been easy. laughs> I, the Gleeks are going to hate me. The Gleeks are like, Allison, shut up. Like, I always do that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fight for this. This is the best song ever. When this song comes up, I will make sure it goes through. I don't care. This is, Dog Days is better, okay? It is. I know where to stand. Wait, Riker, I have a question about tour. Yes. So when the warblers weren't going on, because I remember, I remember at tour, the warblers would come out in that like floor part. The, in the B stage. Yeah. The, the middle of the crowd. Yeah. So are you guys able to like watch the rest of the show before you go on? Or are you guys like in your little huddle preparing for teenage dream yeah. or whatever? Uh, for the first probably week we watched the opening cause it was, it was so cool. And, like, every time uh, Corey would turn around, like, the crowd, it was always, like, really, really loud, and then Corey turned around, and then it was, like, the roof would just blow oh off gosh. the place. So we would watch that and, um, you know, just sort of get hyped up for the for the show, um, you know, walk walk around backstage. Uh, and then once, you, once you're in a week, you know, you're kind of, like, you've seen it, you're used to it, you're just kind of just, you're kind of just hanging out. Um not really doing anything. I, we were in um, we were in Ain't No Way for like the first four shows, and then they um, and then they were like, people start recognizing you guys as the Warblers, so we can't have you out there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they cut us from that, uh, and then we just had our our little Warbler bit. But yeah, it's pretty much just hanging out backstage. I remember after we would finish, we'd finish uh, Raise Your Glass. If you didn't haul ass out of there. The fireworks for Jesse's girl, like you'd be like strolling back, and then all of a sudden you're just not paying attention, and you're like right underneath the stage, and they just yeah. go, and it was like, I mean, it's like a bomb went off. It was so <laughs> freaking loud, and so we yeah. would we would like remember 
after a couple of shows that it was awful and we would start booking it. And I remember one time <laughs> Kurt and I and Titus, we take off cause we're not paying attention. We're too, we're too comfortable. And then we're like, Oh my God, here it's about to come. So we take off and we look back and John's like rounding the corner. He's like, where are you guys going? Boo! And he was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, that, so it was pretty much hanging out before. And then, you know, after we, you finish, you're like, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we need we need some warbler tea of like, is there anything that the Gleeks would be surprised to find out about being a warbler? Like anything about the costumes, about being on set? Um, the costumes were like the exact same thing every time. I remember one time they had like an option to wear a sweater and I was like, give me the sweater. I'm, we got to <laughs> right. change this up. Um, and it was funny. It was like the first couple episodes when we would do like the joint episodes. uh where we were all performing together and we were with the other cast. The other cast mm-hmm. was so, you know, relaxed and they're all superstars. So on set, they're just kind of, you know, they would goof off and they're not really paying attention too much uh, sometimes. And they would like talk and, you know, on set, the director and, you know, the assistant director and cinematographer, everyone's trying to like get on the same page. Like, what what are we doing next? And so it's hard to think when there's a lot of talking going on. And, um, you know, they can't really yell at the, the lead cast. So they turn around <laughs> and yell at us all the time. And we were like, oh, we're not saying anything. <laughs> that's not us. Oh, so, great. you know, we would get, we would get in trouble, uh, for, you know, just kind of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. But it, we would always chuckle about it afterward. We were like, that's so funny. Cause you know, we were, yeah. we were just day players really. We were just hoping to just keep coming back. You know, we weren't under contract or anything. So we were just trying to be as respectful and, uh, sure. as helpful as possible. And we would get, yeah, we'd get in trouble when the other cast was talking <laughs> yeah <laughs> i kind of love that yeah it was, it, was, it was in retrospect it's really hilarious <laughs> okay well it's, it's a unanimous decision it's a unanimous decision there's yeah. not even any point the okay, dog fine. days dog days are not over i love this <laughs> performance um i think it's so good i think it's fun i they did this with dog days are over and they did this with we are young where it's like hey we just did sectionals and we're just going to be cute and like celebrate our win and i love it i think it's so sweet and i literally i think this is in top five for me top five glee songs all time wow. it's a good one okay. for sure I, it, it always went off on tour too everyone was like really really excited when that when the ukuleles would start or mandolin but here's the thing know, here's the thing that song that entire performance was cut from the movie that like it wasn't oh, even that's right yeah. Oh my gosh, wonder why they did that. I don't know. Like the movie was like not short for I think it was literally like 80 minutes long, so it's like they had time to add that in. I wonder they if they the I wonder scene. if they couldn't get the rights for like a theater release or something from uh Yeah. Or it was like so these real D 3D glasses, you can only wear them for 80 minutes before getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> we have to keep the movie to 80 minutes. Yeah. I remember the movie in 3D, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I saw it like three times, the first two times in 3D and then one in 2D. And then I haven't, yeah. I mean, did they give you 3D goggles with the DVD? I don't know. The Blu-ray? I don't think so. I know. <laughs> so okay, good. Okay, going into our final competition, what do we have? I, I love this song and I'm very excited and... It doesn't matter. Just okay, here we go. Good. <laughs> or capital H I M. Just put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Oh heck yeah. There's another one from Tor that was so fun. I'm a big Lady Gaga fan too.
Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, beige, chola descent, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, bullied, or teased, rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born this no way. No matter black, white, or beige, chola or Orient, babe, I'm on the right track. Solid. Oh, yeah. So good. And uh, that was, reminded me of tour. Actually, we would go out and launch t-shirts with like big t-shirt launchers on that song. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on it, not every night. I think it was like a special, we only did it once or twice. Um, yeah. It was, it was really cool. It was fun. I remember like Diana Agron like did it one, one location on tour that it like, it's her shirt said like likes girls for one location and Tumblr went absolutely like insane. <laughs> yep. And then like she needed to put out a statement and be like, oh, I just wore this like for fun. Like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, this was this song was the moment in 2011. It was crazy. I love this performance. Another like Tina Mercedes led New this Direction. This is a Tina heavy episode. Yeah. And I love um, that. Oh, yeah. And ABC. Right. Um, I love this. I'm scared for what our final song's going to be. Yeah, that's, uh, that's tough competition right there. That's good. This is just peak Glee for me. Yeah. Like, this is what Glee was, and just everything from the tour to the show to the movie to everything to this is like, what is this? Season two? Yeah. This is like. And they sang it on Glee Project. It was, this oh, was yeah. the song. Yeah. This was everything. And the shirts with the insecurities, like that. That was Glee. That is everything. And I remember them selling those shirts on tour. I remember that. Incredible. Yeah, put your biggest insecurity plastered on a t-shirt. On your front, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because I remember watching this and being like, I guess like I most identify with Artie because it says four eyes and not Kurt's shirt by any means because I was in the closet. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think if I were to wear a Born This Way t-shirt in 2022, would be 2022 Gleek. Uh, that would be my <laughs> biggest <a> insecurity. <laughs> Still a Gleek. Still a Gleek. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. All of the Gaga songs hit for me. You didn't say that about Poker Face, so don't say that. Oh, oh that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Except that one. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Poker Face. I mean, I don't... That's not... That's so far from... I mean... I don't know. Uh, don't Listen, get me talking be... about Poker Face again. <laughs> they're going to also be playing this clip when we pull applause, which I think is a little bit of a miss. <laughs> Gaga. <laughs> no, I like applause. I like you and I, you and I. I like Mary mm -hmm. the Night. Mary the Night is the best one for me personally. Right. Um, I, I mean, Poker Face, I don't, that's not Gaga for me. Um, that's, that arrangement. I mean, I know it is a Gaga arrangement, but. Uh-huh. I think okay. I think if Glee was still on, they for sure would have done some Joanne, yeah. and I would have pooped my pants. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> because I love that album. <laughs> I'm like mad that we didn't get like a shallow Glee cast version. Oh, I know. Would have loved, yes, but we have a Will and Emma duet. I was. <laughs> we have not had any Will songs. And I was like, we're going to get like a whole episode of just Will solos. Yeah, this is like a very, this is a okay. fun one. Everywhere that beauty glows, you are. Everywhere an orchid grows, you are. Everything that's young and gay, brighter than a holiday. Everywhere the angels play. 
You're like Paris in April and May. You're New York on a silvery day. A Swiss Alp as the sun grows fainter. You're like Loman when autumn is the painter. I like that performance a lot more than I thought that I would. Me too. Same. I uh, that was that was just so enjoyable, and the cinematography and everything uh-huh. in that was so fun. That was it, it was so unique too. It's like yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> I they have done this this room moving thing in different shows. That I just watched an episode of Euphoria that did it. And mm-hmm. I know how they do that, but it's also like, how do they do that? How do they do that? <laughs> I just like, I don't understand how uh-uh. they even like plan to do that. Um, Lots of production like, meetings. Yeah. <laughs> because like, this is like the fourth season and it's like, they're still like, it's like crazy that they're still like doing like new productions. They're do- still doing like new dances and it's like, it's. This was very cool. I don't know. And I also love Jima May's voice. I think yeah. that she doesn't sing enough in the series. Um, I like this a lot. I think my vote is still for the other song. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked it. It was good. It was. I was scared. I was like, uh, but then I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You like Wema, Allison? <laughs> Do I like Wema? Uh- well, and Emma. I think I liked season one, Wemma, but then I became yeah. like too invested in Kurt and Blaine and Finn and Rachel and Santana and Brittany that I was like, I don't sure. fucking want to hear about the adults anymore. I don't care <laughs> about them. Focus on the students. <laughs> um, that yeah, the Will, any of Will stories li- storylines, even Sue, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I. I think they they sort of had me in season one, that relationship. But then as the series went on, I was just like, okay, you can just be, Mr. Schuster can just be someone that comes into the the beginning of the episode, (laughs) writes something on the board, and then just leaves. (laughs) Love songs. Walks away. Love songs. Go ahead. And then everyone (laughs) walks away. Uh, It was the Terry. Terry, I think. (laughs) Terry Schuster got me the most. Terry, please, like, literally the best character on Glee. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, Born This Way, going through for me. Riker, what do you think? I'm so 50-50 on those two um, that I, uh, I would defer my vote to whatever you guys agree with. <laughs> I'm saying Born This Way. Born This Way it is. <laughs> I, I mean, you can say you're all the world to me, and it... it just wouldn't matter, but <laughs> I, I I love them both. I you know, Born This Way is so nostalgic from the tour for me, but yeah. uh, the Will and Emma one was just unique, and it was I enjoyed inventive. watching it. I had never seen it before, so yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Um, Cause what? The, what's the even the storyline with that? Will is sick. Well, this is the this is the episode where they sing songs from movies, okay. and I needed to look it up during the performance. But this is from the movie Royal Wedding, where I think that they use the same gimmick. Um, and so they sing like this. They sing a few Moulin Rouge songs in this episode. Uh, yeah, come, um, come on, name. Yeah. 
That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's like sick, and so he he has like a, a like a dream about this happening because the, the episode prior, um, Emma stood him up at the the wedding. Isn't Blaine and sick then, too? And that's when he dreams about um, come what may. No, I think Kurt in the episode is watching. Moulin Rouge. Okay. And then like daydreams about Clayne singing it. So good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to recap the episode? Sure. Um, I have Copacabana not going through. Dog days are over, going through, and you're all the world to me, not going through. I have two Tina heavy songs that are going through ABC and Born This Way, and There's a Light over at Frankenstein Place. Gone. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, Riker, to end the episode, we ask all of our guests, if Glee was on in 2022, what do you think they would be singing? We want to spin it for you. What are the warblers? I mean, okay, in the Glee universe, in the Glee universe, maybe Dalton didn't burn down. And Jeff's okay. still there for some ex- inexplicable reason. Maybe and he's rebuilding. Yeah, he's rebuilding what Dalton was. <laughs> uh, what are the Warblers doing? What's Jeff doing? Jeff is teaching. Um, uh, he's 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 one of the. What do they call it? The what was the three called? They were like the voters or the pr- principal. Oh, the judges. You know? The judges were they judges? Yeah. For the they performances. There was like, um, I don't know. So it was Titus, Telly, and Eddie. They, oh, they had a, like he was yeah, on like yeah. the council. Yeah. The council. Yeah, there was the council. Yeah. Jeff is on okay. the council. That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And they're singing. Um, they're probably singing. Um, uh, I mean, I, you know, the driver era because that's my brothers. So they're definitely doing <laughs> doing the driver era. <laughs> yeah. Um, Old Dominion. Yes. Yeah. Some, there's like tons of country episodes. They're doing Luke Combs, Russell Dickerson, Ooh. Jimmy Allen. <laughs> yes. Uh, and lots of Old Dominion for sure. Um, yeah. I, could, I can That's just see good. the Warblers like kind of rocking to, uh, you know, some Luke Combs, some heavy, maybe some uh, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. okay, okay. I, <laughs> my brain goes to like Hurricane Luke Combs. That's my Favorite song of all time. Mm, it's a good one. I also think it was a missed opportunity that the Warblers didn't sing Life is a Highway. <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been fun. And, no, it, it did not land. <laughs> <laughs> it would have. No. It would have if it happened. <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing in the world that, Riker, you had that one scene where it was like you were auditioning for a solo at yeah. sectionals. And it's like... <laughs> Blaine just sings all of the songs anyway, so it's like, why, why are we even auditioning at this point? Oh yeah, there, there are so many. We would, we would joke about that all the time. There are so many like little things like that where we're like, this, this is to like, even having like the scenes where they're discussing who's going to sing. We're like, why right. are we even discussing this? We know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've like, seen okay. the end of this movie. We know yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Riker, thank you so much for being our Gleek of the Week this week. Um, yeah, thanks for having in... me. This is fun. You guys are awesome. Oh my God, thank You're you. You're awesome. Um, where can all of our listeners find you online? Any projects that are coming out? All of that. Um, so you can find anything uh, you want to know at RikerLynch.com. That'll have all the social media and all that stuff. Um, I, uh, Other than playing bass for the driver era, I uh, am making movies and directing. So I uh, my short film uh it's a sci-fi comedy called aliens on halloween that is making uh, its run through the festival circuit we uh we started out in can last year which was uh pretty incredible That's so that was very very cool and uh you know we have more festivals coming in 2022 and um it's winning some awards and and uh people seem That's to really awesome. really enjoy it so if it's playing at a film festival near you um you should definitely go go check it out um and hopefully uh somebody will pick it up and want to put it on Amazon or Netflix or something one day. Heck yeah. And you're doing that with a uh, fellow warbler, Kurt Mega. Yeah, right? Kurt Mega is the star. He's one of the one of the leads in there. And Titus also has a little cameo appearance in there. Um, you okay. know, I, I just like working with people that I like to be around. So uh, I just directed a TV pilot and actually cast Titus as the lead. Um, Kurt's also another character in that as well. But <laughs> Titus, oh God, Titus was the lead. 
um, for that. So if that gets picked up, you'll you'll get to see a lot more Titus and Kurt together, and um, I, yes. I play one of the characters as well. So yeah, yeah lots of uh, lots of filmmaking um, these days that it's uh, that I've been writing and directing. So I'm I'm really really excited to sort of lean into that world more and more. That's cool. so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Well, thank you so much again. To yeah, end, thanks for having me. This was I love this. To end this the episode, we're gonna say bye in our most annoying voices after one. Three, <laughs> okay. two, one. Bye. 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 <laughs> this has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at Gleek of the Week Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Please! Ha ha ha!